0: I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS Views podcast. With me is Deval Patel, AVP product at Ebix Cash Financial Technologies. Our topic for today, wealth management digital transformation. What is going on in the wealth management industry? What is being transformed? What needs to be transformed?
1: When I look at a digital transformation in the wealth management uh, industry, it's basically, you know, there are three areas where I look. One is, you know, customer centric approach where, you know, uh, a historically legacy where customer service uh, was being, you know, very personal, but nowadays it's going to be hybrid in nature. Post uh, pandemic, the customer is going more on the digital side, digital trends where they would like to access all the service digitally, but at the same time, they also looking for the personal touch with the advisor so that their portfolios are. Is invested in a such a way that the best return is uh, made. Another character is a relationship manager. Uh, they are looking for you know digital tools where they can uh, provide better service and uh, uh, personalized service to the uh, customers. Okay, so like kind of portfolio rebalancing and lot of modelings around the you know uh, investment plannings digitally proposing investment proposal and kind of that. And the third aspect is the where back office where the you know lot of process automations is being is going to happen and also underway. One of them is you know digitally onboarding customers. Earlier it going it was like paper-based onboarding customers, but nowadays, you know, people uh, you know industry has adopted seamless digital onboarding with various ecosystem in place with integrations. So the customers' account opening has become very digital. And plus, there are a lot of back office operations, you know, like, like trade processing and settlements. Uh, with the ecosystem integrations, uh, you know, those operations aspects are being also automated. And a lot of RPAs, tools, robotic process automations are also being used to do a proper uh, complete automations.
0: What I'm hearing from you is there are three separate areas and I, I'm going to address each one of them in turn. And I'd like to start off with this idea of customer centricity. If I'm a wealth management customer, I want to be treated In a special manner because i think i deserve to be treated in a special manner and the personal approach of the past and the rm who comes to see me every few months to discuss over dinner or over lunch my financial standing that's kind of gone out the window hasn't it
1: yes definitely and uh, on the customer side you know customer is a king actually everything all the services are going to be centered centric to the customers so when it comes to the investments you know customer would like to access everything digitally but at the same time you know relationship manager can uh, is approachable uh, digitally virtually as well as face-to-face meeting and provide complete guidance on the portfolio management plus you know customers can do inquiries with portfolios anytime anywhere you know so there are a lot of digital transformations happening in the reportings and dashboards
0: All right, let's move on to the issue of the the RMs, the relationship managers. If I was an RM these days, I'd kind of be looking over my shoulder and maybe a little bit worried that I might be replaced by a robot. Is that a realistic likelihood
1: or not? Not really, because when it comes to the wealth management industry, it's all about managing the money and ensuring the client gets the best return out of that. You know, relationship manager's role is, you know, kind of a balancing act. Nowadays, a lot of tools has come up in the market where systems suggest a lot of advice. and But, you know, those are kind of a one-sided advice where it doesn't look after, does, doesn't consider, you know, a behavioral aspect of the customers and the complex need of the customers, right? Each customer is a, is a different need. So where RM plays a very important role by using a lot of tools currently available in the market can give a best advice to the customers. And customer would like to also have a kind of a face-to-face trust build because, you know, you cannot build trust on the system. System can give you, you know, kind of an output, but uh, RMs requires to get confidence and the trust build uh, with the customers. So RM, I don't see, is going to be completely ro- robot, robotic process, but, you know, it's going to be hybrid in nature. One
0: thing that is going to bring the RM and the customer more closely together is the personalization. And one of the advantages, I guess, of the technology that people like you are developing is that the ability to provide a personalized service at speed is much greater than it used to be when it was the RM and the briefcase.
1: Currently the way the digital trend is happening, lot of transformations happening at a very fast pace compared to you know before COVID scenario. Now each software, you will see, you know, life cycle of this software has also gone down drastically because, you know, a lot of on-the-fly changes, drastic changes are happening on the on the technology space, uh, like, you know, AI, ML, machine learnings, as well as, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, digital uh, tools are being also being invented and innovated so that, you know, customer service are improvised. Uh, RMs are able to provide a better service. So, you know, I would say, you know, there's, The way the digital transformation is happening is very fast. Uh, All technology providers also need to be at the same pace so that, you know, you meet the customers and the relationship managers' expectations. Market is moving very fast.
0: Well, one of the things I'm hearing from you, if, if I was a wealth management operation, should I be rushing in and buying a new solution now? And if I am, I've got to make sure somebody like you has got to say to me, yes, we are future ready but we are also future proof because we we are open ended in the sense that we we can upgrade we can update we can keep pace with developments in technology with the solution we're offering you
1: you know changing the technology partner okay like you know replacing or going with some other solutions that may not be the you know it depends on the situations each technology you know even we when we work with the clients we are always connected with the customers and their needs and demand. And we keep upgrading the solutions in a such a way that you know their demands are addressed. Any change in the process or any kind of new features, you know, it could be a collaborative in nature. Also, we also conduct a session with the customers where, if some of the new, you know, ideas uh, can be also brainstormed with the customers, and then we implement along with the customers. So there could be pilot projects also whenever we do a new initiatives with the customers.
0: Now let's come back to the back office, because it's all very well having this nice, bright, shiny front end with an RM who's plugged into it, who can provide a personalized service, but that then has to be fulfilled. You did talk a little bit about this earlier on. Let's come back to it now. Getting the back office right is just as important as getting the front end right.
1: Yeah, it is It is equally important because, you know, uh, the front office and customers gets better service if your you know, back office is in place and is a, in the right shape. The operation, the back office team is also equally important because they do a lot of activities, processing of data, ensuring these portfolios are correctly updated and reported to the customers. But, you know, there are a lot of process automations are happening. Interactions, you know, interface with the custodians, trading platforms, reconciliations of the portfolios, aggregations of the data, lot of ecosystem integrations are happening. The manual works are are also being reduced and you are able to achieve customers, uh, you know, demand at the scalable level. Well,
0: I'm just thinking back to the perhaps I would call them the bad old days where I would be sitting in an office opposite somebody else and I would type something on my laptop, print it out, hand them the piece of paper, which they would then retype into their laptop to add into the customer's portfolio. All that's long gone. This is now something and this is part of the personalization of the service to the customer. It feeds through to the front end. The responsiveness, the speed at which things can now be done in the back office directly impact the customer and the customer's satisfaction levels.
1: Yes, right, right. I, I completely agree. And you know, we had done a similar use case implementation with Living Bank in India, where during the COVID, you know that you know connecting with the customer was also a challenge. And at the same time, whenever customers would like to do investments with collaboration with the customers, we implemented a kind of a digital transaction channel where, you know, relationship manager is able to place orders on behalf of customers, but it goes to the customers digitally where customers, you know, digitally sign those particular transactions, approve it, and it seamlessly goes through the, you know, back office. And back office is also able to seamlessly, you know, route it to the trading platform where the orders are executed. So, you know, physical paperwork is completely removed in such cases.
0: So are there going to be defined tiers almost of wealth management interactions? Because wealth management traditionally was people intensive. It was an expensive service to provide. It was only open to those people who had lots and lots of money. That is no longer necessarily the case because you can deliver through RPA, etc., a basic wealth management service to the mass affluent that they wouldn't have had access to in the past. For the high net worth and the ultra high net worth, you can become ultra personalized, you can be at fingertip control with them over a a screen connection on a regular basis, your RMs, I guess, because of the speed at which they can do things actually might end up doing more work and having more customers.
1: Yes, right, right. And you know, It's all about which segment you are offering this service, you know. So one is, you know, when when I look at the banks, they have a very huge customer base. So one kind of service which they offer is a completely do-it-yourself kind of journey where primarily segmented towards the mass of clients, where they actually can be registered seamlessly without, you know, visiting a branch. Then they able to, you know, transact immediately and do a basic, like, you know, goal based investings and purpose-driven investings. So that is one segment of customers where entire journey is a digital in nature. The second segment is you know where ultra HNI customers where uh, their portfolio is big in nature, where they would like to have you know digital engagement as well as personal engagement where relationship managers comes into picture and they actually provide service with all the digital tools and provide recommendations, advisories. So uh, one is a digital you know mass affluent plans on the other side. Ultra h and customers where, you know, services are more personalized in nature. And both models having a different revenue stream also. So we cater to both. A lot of competitions are happening towards the you know, mass affluent side because their revenue is very, very thin, but you need to also provide the same time digital experience and everything digital in nature.
0: Daval Patel, AVP product at eBix Cash Financial Technologies. Thank you very much.